You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Terrific Tuesdays with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Cheryl Stark. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station where heart on iHeart. And today, beloved, it's Terrific Tuesday. That's right, it's Terrific Tuesday. That's right, get up, get out, do what you gotta do, make your day all rememberable as a Terrific Tuesday. And the person by my side that's always doing something terrific, that's right, she makes it terrific. She makes this show terrific. I can go on and on about terrific. <laughs> but she's an incomparable Cheryl Star. It's Cheryl What up, Star? Good morning, Jazzy G. I'm nice to know I'm terrific. Because <laughs> I, was, uh, I was getting ready to say Taco Tuesday. <laughs> What's up, Rippy so motivated? Twinkle, twinkle. Cheryl Star is in the building. In the building. <laughs> What's Yo, up? what's going on with you today, Star? Everything is terrific. Everything is terrific. I feel you. I feel you on that. <laughs> it's all Tuesday good. Tuesday is hood, all huh? better blues day. That's right. Hey, that man. Denzel we... and that Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if we, didn't, if we didn't give this man the props that we need to yes. give him, because if he didn't, if he wasn't on the board, man, it'd be no terrific Tuesday. It'd be nothing but more better booze for us. <laughs> you know, he's the one, the only, the master of king himself. DJ Nelson, God, my soul. What up, Nelson? What up, Jazzy? Better see him, Nelson. Cheryl, you maestro, you <laughs> music maestro. Yo, I know you' about to go in later, a little later on, Nelson, man, with the block party mix, man, on this terrific Tuesday. People gonna be looking forward to this, man. Surprises all, surprises all. All right, yo, the star. Yes, yes, I want to get, get right into it, man. Today on this terrific Tuesday, I want to get right into some housekeeping. All okay, right. okay, because I hear you that. got some let's housekeeping to, too. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get to some housekeeping. It's time to get to some housekeeping. All right, Star, so what do you got to do for housekeeping? Well, really quickly, you know, we continue to talk about hip hop, celebrate hip hop. It's going to be a hip hop year because it's the 50th yes. anniversary. And yes. Those celebrated events, though, we're strongly supporting the 50th anniversary of hip hop. And so now there's a new hip hop show because I know we talked about the other the show that came out but there's a new hip-hop show coming to stars now i don't know if 50 cent has anything to do with it but i know that it's more like a tell-all type it's a conversation about so we can get to know some of the you know icons some of the rappers and um it's like an unsung type of thing but it's not an unsung but something where they're telling us things that you know they went through through you know, working out for um, a tour. I know Buster Rhymes is going to be one of the first guests on it. Ice-T, I think, is hosting it. And Eve is going to be, you know, because I saw some of the, you know, trailer for it. Right. And Eve is talking about 
you know, the defining moment that she realized she made it, you know, and right, right. they're talking about like how we, when we interview our guests here on the morning coffee and we talk about some of their um, memorable moments or their pivotal moments or moments that they realize that right. they have arrived. So it's like, it's conversations, something like that. So, you know, I want to check it out. It's coming on stars and it's coming this fall. Oh, right, cool, so we cool. look out for that and check it out and then we'll talk about it again so motivators but you know just wanted to report that because there's a lot emerging with hip hop there's gonna be hip hop this hip hop that and there's still more stuff to come you know yeah. especially for the fall yeah right? I, I know I know when Eve made it I can tell when Eve made it <laughs> She made that beam like here. That? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I, I hope you ain't going where I think you're going. But that one, that made was that not beam there. That's what she uh-huh. made. Some would say. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Yeah, hey, man, I love say. you, man. She got, she got skills, man. Yeah. She got skills. And man. she's loving you. motherhood, you know. So we yeah, ain't here about it. I know. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at Eve. I am not mad at Eve. <laughs> Need a mom, but I love you, man. I know I saw him on the I know what she made. She They're made. like, what is he talking about? He made a billionaire. I know he made it. Right, and you know, and uh, Janet, you know, sidebar, because Janet, they were talking about hers recently that, uh, you know, she made an agreement because Janet wanted to be a mother. You know, remember the rumor that Janet had a baby by, uh, by uh, she, she, not Chico the barge. Uh, James the barge, James. Yeah, the the bars when she got married, she never had a baby. They was like, "Oh, Janet." I so, don't know. Yeah, I'm the girl, the, the okay. right, because I watched I watched the Love and Hip Hop show with a daughter who's supposed to be Janet by oh, the guy. Never, never, that, no, yeah. but they were saying it was her because if you date back to twenty something years ago or or thirty years right. ago, it was yeah, it fit. Right. So the one right. right. That love in hip hop, you mean growing up hip hop? Growing up hip hop. Growing up hip hop. James right. DeBarge's daughter was talking right. about. Right, was doing that. Yeah, right. growing up hip hop. Now. But remember, they was trying to say she had a baby by James DeBarge because that was the rumor it was a baby by him. Right, because they were married. Right. So they they were, it? they they got annulled like two months later. Right. Like their marriage didn't even last long. <laughs> yeah, I know, because he put his hands this on her. It was a no. He, he put his hands on her and Joe put his hands on him. So. Um. There, now there's a baby. Well, there's a but, child. Well, yeah. So they were saying that era, right? And the 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 numbers do match. That's why when the when the when the yeah, but he only has that daughter. So who is the daughter if it ain't that girl? Because remember they no, talked about that. that no, or growing no, up hip hop. No, not the girl loving hip hop. But that was his hip-hop. only daughter. No, listen what I'm saying to you. Listen what I'm saying to you. Again. That because that's a whole different woman. That's another woman he married after Janet. Okay, her mother. Remember, her mother was on the show. Okay. No, Here's but they were saying lady. she was his. She was his daughter because she talked about that. All right, listen. What I'm saying is, the the daughter that's on. What I'm saying is, it's confirmed th- that that's not the daughter that they were talking about. No. That's what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is, because remember, his daughter was even saying that this possibility. That's probably a daughter because they've been they've been talking about it in the family. Remember, his daughter even said, "Well, you know, they've been talking about this this daughter. I supposed to have a sister that's older than me." Because remember, she was saying that I supposed to have a sister that's older than me. She even asked her mother about it. Remember that? 
No, I don't remember that. Mother on the episode. And yeah, said, I remember you know, her talking to her mother, but I don't remember right, saying her, that. Do, that yeah, is it? Yeah. Do I have a sister? No, that type right, of right. Stuff, right. And, the, and the mother was going. Uh, you know, what I'm saying the mother was very vague about everything. Well, but, one thing, what I was saying, what I was getting ready to say about what I think about Janet, because. I don't I don't have kids and Janet was always even when she was with Jermaine she was very passionate about having children people who don't have kids those are our desires like some people don't want kids I'm not gonna say people who don't have kids because there's some people out here who don't want no kids but people who wanted children but couldn't have it at the time or even have a reason why they just like Mariah because people was like no Mariah had a baby no she didn't she always because I follow I'm a big fan of Janet you know me you know I love Janet uh, Jazzy G you know how I feel about that I was a Michael Jackson Janet fan so I follow Janet career and I follow Janet's conversations and Janet said like the uh, the amazing thing that us as celebrity I mean fans what we do is we take the news that looks suspicious out because sometimes like I said everything that looks like it may not be like it but what I was saying about Janet is she made the deal with the guy because she was getting older because they talked about this recently because I know you're just speaking about Eve but they said recently Janet signed a deal with her husband at that time because they're divorced now that if she stay with him for five years he give her a baby she would get X amount of money did you hear about that right yeah so she she stayed with him and if she was to have a baby and it give him an ear she'll get another a double so she did her part as soon as she had the baby boy because he wanted a son he wanted an ear uh then they then they filed for a divorce and there's rumors that she may be recently dating Jermaine Dupree I don't know it's alleged alleged people oh back, oh, back with Jermaine Dupree well I don't know if they're back but people are saying that they've been seen together in Atlanta and okay. this and that so okay. what I'm saying is that when Janet spoke about her baby situation she was saying that that was the most painful rumor because she said herself she would never have a child and not take care of that child and people don't keep your secrets that, that much as much as they scrutinize the Jackson family and the most Janet got scrutinized when she did the, the Super Bowl they ain't gonna keep there's no secrets out there I believe I'm, I'm not saying that I know this to be true so motivated but I just believe that there are certain secrets that will come out when they want to shame you everything comes out and it never came out all of those years that we heard Janet had a baby. Just like they said, Beyonce didn't really have Blue Ivy when Beyonce had Blue Ivy in the hospital that my father passed away. You know what right. I mean? And and we were talking to the nurses there because she had it at, at uh, the hospital on 77th in, in New York. And they said, what is this stupid rumor that, you know, so many people was feeding into that saying, oh, because it was a pillow in her stomach. She's not really pregnant. She didn't really have a baby. Like, <laughs> and then once those gossips start, like Jamie Foxx's clone, yeah, it's right. like people run with it. So what I'm saying is that as a big Janet fan, I'm lobbying for Janet saying that I believe that she always wanted a child because she even wanted kids with Jermaine. They talked about having a certain amount of kids, but Janet and Jermaine broke up and, you know, for whatever reason, because, you know, you've seen her documentary that came on recently. You I know. didn't see it. I oh, didn't oh see but you heard it. about it. But anyway, yeah. she talked about that was so painful because she loves kids just like Michael did. 
she loved children. She always wanted a baby. And she was like, that was the one thing that pained her because she had complications before. So that's why I was saying, I don't believe that Janet Jackson would do that if she has a kid. Like, and, and if that's the case, well, let it out now. Well, well, say, say if that's how she felt now or she felt that in the last past 10 years or so. No, but that's like, what I'm saying. When, when she first, because uh, one of the reasons why the rumor was that she, her and James got married because she was pregnant. That was that was one of the rumors at the time. Now you know the other rumor is that Ribby's second second oldest daughter. I heard that too. That's, that's Janet's child. Right. That's the rumor. Right. And, okay, and so I also just, heard just that just Michael to clarify, and he, right. just to clarify soul motivators, the alleged rumor, the alleged right. rumor Allegedly. is that the that her oldest sister Ribby. Ribby. Ribby, yeah, Ribby. <laughs> Miss Centipede. Miss Centipede, Reby Jackson, her second oldest daughter, is really Janet Jackson's daughter. That is the rumor. Okay, that's the alleged rumor, and that's been going on that the Jackson family because the girl looks a lot like Janet and everything like that. She looked like Janet spit out. Well, all of them look alike. That can happen, right? (laughs) If you saw my daughter. If you saw my daughter Jasmine, right. saw my my brother Earl's daughter, you know, saying they looked like twins. Almost. Remember that they, used they, to say they, they five years apart, and they looked like they looked like twins. You know, remember they, they used to say Michael and Latoya was the same person. Well, you remember that family, rumor? Right, where family got my my daughter and my brother daughter mixed up before. You know, what I'm saying like one time at family function. I was talking, talking to my cousin and, and my daughter came on. She said, hi, daddy. He said, whoa, whoa, that's your daughter. Wow, I thought that was Earl's daughter. They look just alike. So right. it's gonna. It, so when family, DNA like that. So I never really ran with the rumor that Janet has a daughter. You know what I'm saying? And that because the girl looks so much like Janet. I never went with that. Just saying, but that's what I like. That's the, you know, there's rumors and everything like that. But you know what I'm saying? People, that's as you said, people are gonna run with stuff, especially the tabloids back then compared to tabloids now. It's real right. crazy because we got the internet to deal with and things go faster. But those been rumors, like, you know, there's a rumor right, about Michael Jackson having Please. a son. Um, for um, what's the what's the what's the the, the lady the, the young lady that used to be in she took Jody Watley's pet place in Shalimar. What was her name? Oh, I didn't know that. I that can't was remember the, the female Watley. that took Jody Watley's place. So she um her son they claim that she's the Billy Jean. You know what I'm saying? So the rumors that <laughs> she's the Billy Jean and because the the son the guy that they say that's Michael Jackson's son. He does uh-huh. look a lot like he was at the funeral and everything, and and he's right around the, the age that the whole when that Billy Jean came out, but I say, and he looks just like Michael. You get what I'm saying? He looks a whole lot like Michael, and he performs and everything a lot like him. Like he's a musician, a singer, and everything like that. So the rumor with that, you know, what I'm saying it could be logical only because the. The, the years fit and everything and then when you look at Michael's supposed to be his biological kids they look like him his they son look like Fred, him to you yes those they kids do look like him. 
They look like the the, man, the part of him I, I, now. Not, not to me, not at all. Oh not man, you 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 got to see a recent picture that they just uh, had. They all. look like the Michael they Jackson like with his change fan. No, yes, they, they do. Like I'm not saying they look like Michael or the new Michael. You know when Michael changed his look, not the Janet and the Reby Michael. See, that's the problem I have. Right. The he, they look I like have. the you know the the because remember can't they have they, kids. You can't have kids that's gonna look like your plastic surgery. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way. So right. I'm they saying, they do look like the plastic surgery Michael. That, that's what I'm saying. For so sure. I have a problem with <laughs> they don't look like Jacksons to me. They don't look nothing. And, and I don't care that their mother was white and all that stuff. Jermaine kids, look at Jermaine kids. And, and, and from yeah, the Jermaine white, from the kids look. Wife. Yeah, they, they look, look like just like they came from. Yeah, Catherine. they look like right. And one of them, one of Jermaine's, one of Jermaine's sons, looked just like 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 Joe had him. You understand what I'm saying? Right. One of the other sons was in the Jackson movie. He was one of the, he played Jermaine. Yeah, they do look like you know the, the second then version got, of Michael. Right, then you got, you got Tito's sons. Look at Tito's son, and, and Nate's mother is like, she's like black and Filipino or something like that. She's mixed, you know what I'm saying? And look at those boys. Those boys look just like they Jacksons. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they have a strong DNA where right. uh, right, a lot of them children, look like that. Right. look just like All right. those children look like They're like when they was Except younger. You get to Michael right. kids and it's like, one of these things snap like yeah. the other. One yeah, and we don't even know what, they, what he did because didn't they say he was... Blanky look like a Mexican. You get what me? did they just say he's a sincere? What did they do? Like what? What did, did Michael actually sleep with her, or did he plan? No, they were supposed to be taking Michael's from put it and, and put it in her. Girl. Yeah. So whenever you saying? deal with stuff like that, you I never know. Even, man, <laughs> it don't even look like they hurt. Never kids. know. They don't look like they hurt kids. They look like they're another woman kids, and and and. and well, they look cavity. like the, the the like you said the plastic surgery Michael Jackson. They don't look like Debbie Rowe. They don't look like her at all. That's what I'm saying. They don't look like. They do look I like think, the, the I other. I think Michael. Debbie Rowe was just. But I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to change girl. the kids because you know a lot of the kids don't know the Michael we know. You know, a lot of the kids don't know. It's the, no I'll way be there, Michael. God's green earth. Those kids are gonna be born <laughs> without Joe's nose. No, no way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Boy, that's neither no here nor there. But let's hear your housekeeping, Jazzy G. So we <laughs> that's, that's neither here or there. We don't know what people are putting in whatever. Well, my housekeeping. Look, if you say they your kids, they your kids. That's that's how I feel. Oh yeah. Oh no, I'm not saying they're not his kids. And <laughs> right, so right. Not, I'm just saying biologically. Right. They, they don't have kids. to. They don't Those have to children, gene. Yes. Those are his children, yeah. Right. They don't have to have your DNA to be your children. Right. They're your children, but you know what I'm saying? Because again. Because again, if I was in a situation like some men are in, where they raise a child for like 18 years and come to find out that wasn't a child, I raised that that's child. That's for Kanye West. That was my <laughs> child. And, and, and then it come, come to find out that's not my biological child. I'm still gonna. I'm still. Eighteen gonna, that, years. That child still gonna said, be my find child. Out it wasn't his. I will be disappointed. I will be heartbroken. But that's still my child. That's still my son. Absolutely. My daughter. That's just how it's going to be. It's not nothing going to change. The love is not going to change. I may have a problem. With, I'm gonna I'm have a problem with that mother. You know what I'm saying? Because even when you know, say even when my ex fiance when she was pregnant and everything like that, there was in the back of my mind. I had a. Uh, 
could you know what I'm saying? But a little question, yeah. a little question, like mm. yeah, it was a question. And still to this day, there's still a question. Now our son died, but oh, still oh. at times there was there a question. Sorry, to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So again, you know what I'm saying? Still, I would you know if he lived, he was living today. He he would be uh he would be in his uh late thirties and and i would love him no less if if it come to find out he wasn't my biological child that that, that he was like her ex-boyfriend before me or something like that or you know because mm-hmm. because her boyfriend before me i think went off to the army or something like that so it come to find out it was his and she was pregnant when she got with me or something like that you know what i'm saying so if that was the case he would still be my son i would be heartbroken yes because I was deceived, but he would still be my son. You know, right. so, so again, you know, because I would be raising him wholeheartedly. It would be no doubt about it that I would be raised. And and I know for a fact that one would have put me through some hell too. You know what I'm saying? Because she's just that kind of person. She's kind of petty like that. But I move on from that. But do you think sometimes, <laughs> like you know, I guess when when people are having multiple partners, and and this is for women because, um, you know, that's the only way it could happen if you are having multiple partners and you don't really. Because sometimes, you know, you know, remember them shows that used to come on? Oh, you are not the father. Right. Well, who was that? Was that Jerry Springer? No, Maury Ma- 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 Springer did it too. Yeah, but Maury Ma- is more famous for it. But do you ever think? Do you ever think that sometimes them women, because you know sometimes they be in the back of the mind, uh, they gotta know in the back of their mind, they gotta know that it may not be the guys because you know what you was doing. Right. <laughs> like you know, they always you play know surprise. More than one guy unprotected. Yeah, like exactly. Like and they always act like they're surprised. Like. 28 within 28 days he's both of them are a possibility to bring one man on there is unfair right if you said well two three but no the whole point is, is like you see they be acting shocked the only one that's shocked is the guy right because he's because right. you know if you slept with someone exactly 28 you, days you know kevin hart you talked about that. that one time right. no it was chris rock chris rock was saying you ever watch them show you know how chris rock talk yeah he said it killed me when them women be up there acting surprised just as surprised as the guy she was like you know what you know what you've been doing don't sit up there and act like oh no this can't be no you know in the back of your mind what you was doing only exactly. one that should be shocked up there is exactly. the guy you just open <laughs> you just open or you picking Ooh. the better and i've been in situations where women you know say i'm pregnant and this and that and 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 they know they've been with more than one guy at the time and you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying that they made them loose or a whore or anything like that just like, I'll say it <laughs> <laughs> now I will say that <laughs> I will not, I, I'm gonna say that I don't care Jazzy I'm saying it sisters you know who you are <laughs> You know, you know who I you do. are. I'll be exactly. fair to you because Deb used to always say, I, I always consider women, I, 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 I consider a woman loser. See how I always give them this pass. If it's, <laughs> if it's two men, I, they get a pass because exes are dangerous. I always say that exes are dangerous because anybody can slip back into an ex. That's 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 true. That's for men and for women. So okay, so I always give a woman a pass when it's two men. 
Yeah, my ex was waiting on the phone like, let me hear what Star going to say. That's when I start questioning your character there. You know what I'm saying? When you, that's when I got, but Deb always always got on me and said, you think anytime a woman sleep with more than one man, that makes her hard. And that's not true. I don't, I don't look at it like that. I really don't. It's just that because an ex, it can be an ex. I've been an ex and I got, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know what I'm saying? Get pulled back in and everything like that. And I had an ex that pulled me back in. I know how that, that goes. You back and forth with your ex and everything like that. Me and Deb was back and forth. I have yet to sleep with an ex, but I'm not going to say it ain't going to happen because <laughs> time is running out. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So, I always so, so my ex-husband is the closest one that's going to get that. <laughs> but I have yet to sleep with an ex. I have yet to do that. Oh, and I remember one time I went up before, right before I was getting married, one of my ex-boyfriends was like, I want to wait and speak with you when after you get mad like, you crazy what is you like i said the nerve of some of these guys yeah 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 you. so you could yeah uh, i ain't doing that yeah and that's scary saying, you know that's that scary happens. to get caught with these you know not knowing who's the baby father and all that stuff like that i mean we we heard that those stories from the end of time but yeah another it's another thing that, that i would something. never be into let's be real women been doing that so so long no it's, i know it, that's what i said we heard of said, that dna get them right. dna just got them busted now yeah or either she got that vacation thing let me tell you something. <laughs> me you know when they something. go away you know we get that vacation thing i'll be real with you my own mom is not exclusive from that you know exclu excluded from that you know what i'm saying so my brother that's five years older than me she was actually with she was with my older sibling's father and she fooled around with a guy in the neighborhood because he was cheating on her. She cheated on him. Here go my brother. You know what I'm saying? And her but and she didn't guy, know who the father was? Siblings, father, she was living with him. So when the baby came out, but the baby came out mm -hmm. looking like, looking like my brother looked like his father spit him out. So everybody right. said, that ain't so-and-so's baby. That's such and such baby. That was in the neighborhood. So she had to she had to come clean without a DNA. Cause the DNA oh. after, you know what I'm saying? Right, that, right. This, we talking nineteen fifty seven. Right, you, you know talking back saying? then. They wasn't doing it the way they do and, it now. But he looked just right. like him. He right. Just like and his father it. is. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just, right. So that's so my mother had to fess fess up. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when they broke up. You know what I'm saying? So my older siblings' father and my mother broke up, and then she met my father. You know what I'm saying? And then that it went from there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, well, and my mother they was got, so. They got married. They got married five years later. Came me. You know what I'm saying? But. I, I'm just saying, you know, saying he. Took My mother was such a goody goody. You know what she used to tell us? Don't let a boy look up under your skirt because you'll get pregnant. <laughs> so, so I used to be like, Doug, please don't see under my skirt. Because you know they tell you lies until you realize. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I used they to be like, to oh lie. my god, I hope I don't get pregnant. I always pregnant. say that about parents. You know, parents are the biggest parents liars. Parents are liars, right? Yeah, parents and you are know, liars. you know, guys, when you used to be on the swing or the market, they looking under your dress. Yes, I know. You know, I, or they curling under do, the desk. I know. We used to do something. I'd be like, don't curl, don't look under my dress. I don't want to get. Oh my God! <laughs> One of my best friends, he was a peeping tom. He used to, he used to have us out there peeping tomming with him. In Central Park Pool, 110th Street. Right, he, right. He literally at night drilled a right hole. Right by the studio. <laughs> he, right, he drilled a hole 
where the girls locker room wow is. oh so yeah yeah i've seen night. stuff like that so yeah. in the daytime so now it's, it's wow holes, so we can look at the girls lock and look at the girls uh in the locker room and stuff like that because they change it and everything wow like he was a serious serious peeping time yeah he when they a, do stuff like that they dedicated time for a long time right. i mean a real loud peeping time man so yo he was yeah yeah he had it bad, I, bad. I, i'll yeah. tell you offline My friend what, had it bad. what we did with in the basketball team what we did to the guys the peeping time <laughs> you don't want to know offline like, but you like seen the them porn, in the movie like in the movie porn yes you seen stuff in the movies that we did and we get it from the movies because we knew there were certain guys that were always peace so we say we gonna give them something to look at and it wasn't pretty (laughs) remember remember Dave Chappelle when um remember he had the old people you know old people having intercourse and the kids was like oh god like you gotta give them something disgusting to look at and they'll never want peep in there again (laughs) yes 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 fashion industries we did some things because <laughs> all them guys used to think because fashion was one of the the you know the the high maintenance girl high schools right it yeah, was yeah. pretty girls on the basketball team you know yeah. high that's why we lost all the damn time i was like it was only like two of us I, that could I, I really play now <laughs> i'm like i was like are you kidding me these are the girls on the basketball team <laughs> i come in there like a guy like i could play and, and it, I, I was like Kobe. I was never passing the ball because they used to get on my nerves. Don't don't bump into them. Man, ow! They go ow! Like who a foul? Like the referee? Like oh my god! I hated my basketball. <laughs> I hated them girls. They they the type of girls that's not going camping. They yeah, not gonna I, sleep in the camping bag. They gonna sleep inside the the uh, the, the, the yeah. They go no. They ain't gonna sleep the cabin, in the tent outside. The they yeah. gonna be the cabin girls. Yeah, yeah. Like I what you coming camping for? I, had a, I just got a pedicure. <laughs> yeah, like you kidding me? What the hell you on a basketball team for? <laughs> like we is not winning no games. Right. <laughs> we not winning. <laughs> Oh, Yo, that's crazy. That's and I say, it's just a game. Like me, I want to win. Get your butt off the team. Uh, Yo, my son, they scratched her. She scratched. She got a scratch. Hey, hello. You're not a tomboy. Don't get on the basketball team because they're going to scratch you. They're going to punch you in the eye. Oh, God. I wanted to kick their butt when we lost. <laughs> I had a bunch of, uh, what's the guy's name we was just talking about the other day? William, what was his name? The one from Philly that, that didn't shoot. That now he's on the net. Oh, oh, um, um, uh, uh, oh man, God. Yeah, I just forgot his name, but we were just I, talking I about him. We were just talking about last week, right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm That's getting a brain fart just like you. I know. Jesse. And you just gave it to me just the same way, man. And I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's contagious. That's contagious. Yeah, it, it, but I had, it, I had it, girls it, on my team that didn't want to shoot. And oh, they Simmons, keep looking. Simmons, Cheryl, Simmons, come get Simmons. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yeah. They was like, Cheryl, come get this ball. Get this ball out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. Oh, my God. Yo, yeah, that, but anyway. That's crazy. Yo, not the girls on my basketball team. Been back in there. <laughs> It wasn't no sadiddy nothing, boy. <laughs> they were like, they were like, uh, and, and Joanna man, they was like uh, Kim Cole's character. Connect Kim Cole's Kim, Kim, um, uh, 
um, what's the Kim that the uh, Wayans, Kim Wayans, Kim Wayans, Kim Wayans, yeah. like Kim Wayans character, them girls on, on Outwire. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you better pass the ball, you know what I'm saying? They was out there playing with us dudes, you know what I'm saying, during practice. And it's funny because I had I had all colors pro kids and I had the Adidas, right? So when I got in, I could say 11th grade when I because I was like 16 going. That's when I started like liking the guys where I want to be on my date. But I still yeah. was a good player. But I I watched how I played when the guys come up <laughs> and they like, yo, what happened to your game? Because I was I was dribbling and doing all these fancy moves back in the ninth and the 10th grade because I was still a Tom. <laughs> I was still a tomboy, still a virgin. <laughs> so I ain't think nothing about no boy. I mean, I was friends with them and everything. Yeah. But once I started dating, girl, when my boyfriend came to the to the school, boy, I was not playing the way I would normally play. <laughs> now you are. Now you are. Now, now I want to play all day. Like my coach is like, what is going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be jumping up for the rebounds and stuff. Like I had to watch and make sure who was there first. Oh, man. <laughs> you sell out. I sell out, boy. I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> yep, yep. Yo, but yo, you know it's funny though. Us dudes, man. When girls come on the court, especially us. You playing ball, and the girl that you like come on the court. Oh my! Let me come out in the park, and you on the court. Oh my God! That's all y'all do is y'all like Man, that. And you all of a sudden you Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, <laughs> LeBron James, all in. Oh yeah, yeah, that's you know true. And now you the man, and you really right. ain't passing the ball now. You know what I'm right. saying? was out there. You like Shaniqua? Oh, did you ain't passing the ball now? That is, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. The nigga got to see you do your fancy move. <laughs> that's true. A few times. <laughs> that's how it goes. We big show up. You know us, man. We show up. That's what we do. Right, right. It's in a man's nature to actually to to to. That's why we the ones that approach a woman. You know what I'm saying? It's just the same. Right. Thing. Hey, when you see the peacock and it's all pretty and everything like that, that's the male peacock. Right, he has, and that's what it is. What we doing is called peacocking, is because Peacock. okay. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. What doing. you know, saying because that's what we're doing because we're trying to show our, you know, saying we're spreading our wings and and showing our beauty to that. Like, yo, we got this, I got that. That's what men brag about things. It's the right. same thing. That's just because we peacocking, so we we bragging about this, bragging about that. I got this, I got that. I got this for you. This bad bye. You know, what I'm saying that's what we do. And that's the I remember one time i went with my brother-in-law um because my sister's not that much into sports like i me my nephew and my and my um my brother-in-law who passed away but uh, my nephew went to saint francis prep right and so he was on a football team and so those guys they were you know the football guys look big like they look like grown men (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so so i went with my brother-in-law to the uh to the game and I was in the bleach just like, oh, remember how you were saying one of the girls, you said somebody was yelling out LL, like, oh my God, he's yeah. fine. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh my God, my brother-in-law moved away from me. He was like, you embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the men that came there, they thought I was his wife because some of them didn't know Terry. Right. So they yeah. was looking like, you let your wife talk about these young guys, but look what I did. I went down to the field and I was telling it because the uh the cheerleaders had these old boring looking cheers. 
with that? So I said, y'all got to do some exciting tears. And they entertained me, like, you know, halftime and stuff, you know, when you could joke around. Yeah. So I was like, give me a B. <laughs> I was like, give me a C. <laughs> and, and I had those girls, <laughs> I had those girls doing what I said. And then my brother-in-law was like, oh, my God. He said, trouble you are. He said, you no, they was just having fun with me. They was just, they was just, you know, having fun. I didn't take them off their routine when they were, you know, when they were live. They were like, you know, halftime and, you know, yeah, they yeah, doing yeah. their little routines and they on the sideline. But yeah. it was funny because I told the girl on the team, I'm like, oh, who is that? She was like, that's my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> like now you can't do chairs with us. Get back to your seat. <laughs> my boyfriend, old lady. <laughs> my brother-in-law, you had to know him to, to know. Wait, he was like, Sherwood was down there acting like a pervert. Talk about them. The boys is 20. The boys is 17, 18. I said, they look like they 30. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a high school. What you down there was- cougaring. You cougaring at a high school. How could you cruise at a high school? I, I, thought, I was like, oh, he look good. They should have banned you for life. <laughs> I was like, touchdown. Yes. Oh, stop, stop. Stop, woman. Stop. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I used to go to them games all the time, man. Have some fun. Oh my have god, they should have locked you up, woman. <laughs> you know, a man no, what, one girls? father, one father oh was like, "That's my son." You know, I'm single. I'm single, and Bird, I, I ain't look his way. <laughs> he was like, "I'm single." You talking to my son? <laughs> I said, "Can you pick up a couch?" <laughs> Your son looks like he can lift a building. <laughs> you look like you can't lift a finger. <laughs> oh, I'm choosing man. wisely. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. man, yeah, those are Stuck some fun times. You up, woman? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, those are some fun times. Oh no, I wasn't saying nothing perverted, but you know, I was you just having fun. High yeah, I was just having fun bobbing up. Show start cruising the high school. <laughs> I was like, can you make pancakes? Come, come. <laughs> it's like, why are you asking those type of questions? <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yo, us oh, men could not get away with that at all. Right, right, right. Oh my God. Oh, of course. And then this was before all of that era of, uh, you know, when everything came out with the. Um, what do you call that the the version? No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, like when when a sexual harassment movement, like yeah, you have to start being careful what you yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah, before that era came out, you know. <laughs> and and you could say things without being like crass, like you could say yeah. it with class, you know. Like if I just say, you know, oh you got some bad shoulders, they know I'm flirting, <laughs> but I'd be careful <laughs> oh, how I say it. Yeah, man. You, and, and he's got the mess. So he was like, he told my sister, I'm never taking shovel to another game. I said, You ain't gotta take me. Him. I know how to get there. I say, I don't blame your brother in law. I wouldn't look, look Jazzy. I said, You don't gotta take me. I know how to get there. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Oh, he was like, She's flirting. And the godfather wanted to talk to her. She ignored him. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, beat it. Look, Jazzy, I said, beat it, Pops. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You supposed to be chasing the Pops. You supposed to let the Pops chase you. I was like, beat it, Pops. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. I used to love going to them games, though. That had me thinking about... uh, um, I think Sherry Shepard was talking about um, 
uh, Michael B. Jordan one time. And Dad always <laughs> looked at Michael B. Jordan almost like a, a nephew to her. Right, like when, a son. When right. he started, when he was, when he first was acting on on The Wire. Right, The Dab Wire was a little kid. Said, yeah, yeah, he's a little kid. Deb said that kid is gonna be big. I, she loved how he was acting on there. Mm -hmm. saw, like the pain in his eyes when he saw the the boy on on top of the car where they jacked him up and everything like that to get mm -hmm. the Omar. You saw the pain in his eyes. He felt so bad that he, he he was part of it. And and Deb said that boy is gonna go far. I can see his pain and everything. Like right. that little boy can act. She was like that little boy can act. You know what I'm saying? And I remember when Sherry Shepard was talking about him. Barbara, when, yeah. <laughs> when he was in, uh, in, um, in, that, I saw the club Wakanda, but Black Panther. And right. She, oh, how fine is it? And my wife was disgusted. <laughs> she was like, she was like, Sherry Shepard, just old behind. She too old to be oh. that young right. boy like that. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I used to get like that when my friend talk about my nephew. I'd be like, I don't talk about my. She'd be like, Oh, my Maurice is fine. Like, I, I get mad, but I don't want to hear that. Right? They say, "You pervert, get out of here!" Like, <laughs> that was disgusting. That shit, that, that Sherry Shepard. Like, yo, you would think, you would think that 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 um, Michael B. Jordan was her nephew, and Sherry Shepard was like, right. Her, something you know what I'm saying right. or, or like a friend like a best friend or something like that chasing after her nephew you know what I'm right. saying just the son or something like that I was like yo that was just too funny she was disgusted with her like yo I'm just saying it's crazy though hey man I know I didn't get to my portion of housekeeping what I wanted to talk about but when we come back after Nelson does his yes, yes. thing, because Nelson is over there, he's itching for a scratch. All right, so he's gonna get into the block party mix and everything like that. But what I did, what I, I am gonna talk about, I wanna, I'm gonna talk about uh, Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats and Swiss Beats ex-wife, how Alicia Keys and, and Swiss Beats ex-wife is now best buddies, okay? And how they make the, uh, blended family work and yes indeed that, i want to talk about i want to talk about stepchildren and 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 blended families because that's what i you know deb and i raised a blended family she was a mother she was a single mother and i was a single father when we first met and everything like that and that was one of i think one of the things that when we first started having conversation with each other on the phone because we started as friends we wasn't you know what I'm saying even i was attracted to her, of course you know what i'm saying i approached her and everything like that but we kind of like just started out friends and and it wasn't like a friend zone friend it was just friendly conversation you know what I'm right. again right. he was like a year celibate and i was like all right so yo <laughs> you know what i'm saying but see a single mother and i was a single father and, and that's what we had in common you know what I'm saying? So it was it was all good. So I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about how you blend the families and, and things like that. And how those things work. And, and how Lisa Keys and Swiss Beats and, and how they make it work. And just like how the Smiths, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Will and Jada and, 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 and stuff like that. How they make it work. Cause they talk Leave that table alone. Leave that table alone. <laughs> things so come out of that table. Back. So motivated when we come back from the, the, the mix 
Cause DJ Nelson the Maestro is gonna go in today. We're gonna have some fun on this terrific Tuesday. I want you to get your boom boxes out. All right. And I want you to Let me get some ready. we are family, Nelson. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, he must <laughs> show us some we are family because we're gonna talk about some family. I don't know it's all good. It's it's all, it's all good. <laughs> all right. All right, so Nelson, are you ready? Oh yeah. Let's go. The morning coffee crew is in the building. Is in the building. Is in the building. Now everyone report to the dance floor. To the dance floor. To the dance floor. Now everyone report to the dance floor. Now I'm gonna make you dance, dance, dance. You're jamming with the mashup king, DJ Nelson, the Maestro Block Party Mix.
What's up, y'all? This is Stevie D, the legendary Force MDs, and you're listening to The Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Stossels.
same blood and we share the same needs. We are people of the sun. We come from different places, but yet we still are one. We dance to the same beat. If we learn to love each other, our lives will be free. Nelson de Maestro. Anymore. 
Nelson the Maestro.
the morning coffee. Y'all tuned the motivated Jazzy G featuring Cheryl Star here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. Station with heart on iHeart. That's right, Nelson. That's right. Nelson doing his thing. Nelson doing his thing. <laughs> Yo, party time up in here, man. Yo, the Black Party mix. The Bob and the Weave. All right, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Black Party ain't nothing like it. It's nothing like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's nothing like it, y'all. I'm telling you. <laughs> don't have me. Don't have me naming names up in this piece. <laughs> I'm we just, we just old school fools. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's that's what, what I'm saying. Uh, Y'all a bunch of old school food. <laughs> Yo, know, stop. Yes, yes. Let, let's get into your thoughts of wisdom on this terrific Tuesday. Let's let's do let's, let's do this right now. All right, without. So, so motivated. Get your paper and your pen, cause you know show's about to go in. All right, here's show stop with today's thoughts. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl's thoughts. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's thoughts of wisdom. When we truly understand the meaning of family, we know it doesn't stop with your bloodline. And what that means, so motivators, is that people in your life can be like family if you grow to get to know them, if you grow close with them. You know, I have tons of friends who started off as friends and now they're like my sister or now they're like my brother. You know, I was just telling Jazzy G, my brother-in-law, right? We just dropped the in-law. He was my brother. Same, same type of things that my brother did for me, he did for me. So we all know when we truly understand that meaning of family, it doesn't have to stop with your bloodline. Back to you, Jazzy G. Thank you, Cheryl Star, with today's thoughts of wisdom. Yeah, man. Family don't, don't, don't mean just blood, you know what I'm saying? Family yes, indeedy. Blood. Yeah. Yes, indeedy. Yeah, man. It's, it's a bond, you know what I'm saying? It's a bond. a bond, yes. Yeah. Like yes. I tell you, my my family is one of the first black families that came in Harlem. You know, saying my family came to Harlem in 1904, right? And the the band of brotherhood, like the people that came from South Carolina, Beaufort, South Carolina, Frogmore, South Carolina, and it's St. Helena's Island today. But back in that day, it was known as Frogmore, South Carolina. That's where my my grandparents were born. You know, what I'm saying, and they had to have that bond. They had to have like a family. With each other because that's that's all they had, you know. Right. What I'm saying? So they were, you know, saying they were getting away from, uh, you know, uh, the, the segregation, the, uh, the the Jim Crow laws and, and things like that. Right. To make a better way, and here here it was it was Harlem, you know what I'm saying? So you know they had to have that south to the west to the east to the north. <laughs> so yeah, so they had to be family and that's that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I mean how many times growing up, you know, you called certain people like you know, you know how many aunts I thought I had until I grew up and say, Oh, you know, we're not related, but they're right, like, my right, aunt. exactly. Like, right. Hey Aunt Beffy, your, that your was just cousin, you yes, know. What I'm yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, man. That's what family is all about. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, indeed. Yeah. It's all good though You know what I'm saying But I mean Just speaking on that subject Cause like I said You know Before we uh, Went into uh, Nelson's um, Black Party mix I wanted to talk about The whole blended family And, and, and things like that Cause right. Alisa Keys And Swiss Beats 
you know what I'm saying? With their blended family with his ex-wife and 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 uh, matter of fact, his ex-wife, um uh I think her name is Mashonda. I don't want to get it wrong, so <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong, but I think I believe her name is Mashonda. Mm-hmm. And uh and she just wrote a book, and her book is called Blend. And it's all about blended fans. But it's about right. their journey as a blended family and everything like that. And her and Alicia Keys is now they're like best of friends. You know, right. and they say they do like holidays together and right. dinners together and everything like that together now. And remember, I spoke about it when I was uh recognizing their right. thirteen year yeah. marriage. Right. That Alicia Keys, uh, you know, her an- happy anniversary and she talked about Alicia Keys was saying this anniversary is a celebration with my entire family, and she included uh, Swiss Beast's ex-wife. Right. So that's why, you know, we mentioned that, and I was saying, wow, because she mentioned also, you know, that their marriage is is going good because everybody is on a good page in, in the in the family life, you know? Right, right. And, and that's yeah. when a family prospers. You know, even even if there's blended children or like you said, ex wives and stuff like that. Because there's plenty of black families. I know I know personally a few of them that have moved on and and you know sometimes we 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 are mature about you know our relationships you know like right. me and my ex-husband right because you truly wish people well when you know when you feel like you know what maybe we are meant to love each other but not in matrimony we're meant to love right. each other you know in in the best part of our relationship was the best friend part of it you know right. Right. and so right. When they can separate and, and wish each other well sincerely because of the betterment of the children as well, those right. are the families who prosper. Because like exactly. you said, the be- the wives become an understanding. They become a powerful tool for the man to continue his journey to take care exactly. of his family. You know? Exactly, exactly. Because again, that is more natural that way. You know, saying it's yes. that's more of a nature thing because it's, it's in that that he's he's not in a polygamous relationship. Relationship, right? But they spend that. holiday well, time it, and they do a lot of things. It works that together. way because they all band together. together that's what yes. they do in polygamous relationships and things like that. So it works in the way that we see sacredly how things work, and we can go to the scriptures and show you how that works right and so we have that kind of mentality it works better the other way didn't work because again my wife being that she was a a product of divorce so uh, when her father divorced her mother so he got remarried and and then had a a son you know what i'm saying in a new marriage and basically he he i wouldn't say he abandoned them but emotionally he did so he didn't just divorce his wife; he divorced his children. Right, and sometimes you, know what I'm you hear that. When so, they say, oh, right. Yeah. So, and I, and I spoke on that before. And is that? And, yeah. and that, and that, that he's a bad person or anything. He just didn't know any better. He right. didn't have what we have today. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And in our hip hop generation, where we remix everything, you know what I'm saying? And as Grandmaster Cass say, we reinvent everything. So we reinvent even that. A blended family life And you know why a lot of times they You know people who spoke about it Because I remember 
when uh, Will Smith and Jada was talking about that early on right. in their marriage right. is that uh, because we, you know, a lot of our friends, because uh, more than half of my friends didn't have a father in their home when I was growing up with my dad in my house. So, right. you know, when we see that as kids, we make it, you know, especially if we see the product of a lot of broken families you know where there's right. single mothers and especially single mothers that are raising boys because uh you know women can't make a boy a man and teach a boy how to be a man you know right. what i mean they can right. just teach them how to respect women yeah, you guide them. yeah. right so so them. when uh jada mentioned that you know because you know she had a, a childhood growing up you know her mom was on drugs and she was uh bouncing around and you know will came from a broken family as far as abuse but right. what mm-hmm. what uh what, right even though his father was in the home how, yeah he was abusive. Uh, the right. protector and all those things he was still abusive to his mother right right, right. and so you know um when jada was saying that it was important when they brought their uh you know when he got a divorce that uh he wanted his son trey to understand that he's still there so trey spent a lot of time in the same house with them you know Mm -hmm. they they did a lot of stuff together but you know i think that it's important to do that and today's families you know not just celebrities because we know you know like i said I know people like uh, who do that to this day and I I respect it and commend it because we gotta be mature when relationships, because like you said, sometimes when you get a divorce, the the man divorced the whole family, Family, (laughs) you know, or even a family don't want the man around and that's wrong too. And, and, And what it is, is that they say you take someone like Will Smith who actually made a declaration to Trey, you know, like when he made just the two of us, that really, that song is really like a declaration to him. So he understood that, yeah, man, I'm always going to be your father. I'm always going to be the the first born. (laughs) Right. And, and, and it's always you, you and I are going to always be you and I nothing's going to change right. that having more kids you know what I'm saying with the new wife and all that stuff nothing's going to change the the you and I it takes two type of thing there's nothing going to change that you know what I'm saying right. they just they just coming in to our thing and I, I thought that was so beautiful that he showed his his son hey man they're coming into you and I thing you know what I'm saying and that's the thing that fathers of the past did not know how to do. And know that's how the to one do thing it. I just say right. they did not know how. You know, yes, right. it didn't make them bad people. They just didn't know how. They just right. didn't know how to maneuver that. They didn't know how to blend their families. They didn't know how to do it because everything, especially if the divorce wasn't wasn't an actable divorce. It wasn't like something right. that amicable. Right. right. Actable. How you say it again? Say amicable. It. Amicable. All right. See, I got it there. So motivated. You know what I'm saying? It takes practice, you know what I'm saying? To right, do, to right. make progress. But but, but that's what, true. Yep. what he what he you know what I'm saying? So what men of that era, like so my father-in-law era, what they didn't have was they didn't have a blueprint in the sense that someone doing it already. Well, so my so show exactly. Right. So like, we have examples people doing it, and we had right. the celebrities doing it. So they were the biggest, you know, what I'm saying a uh, 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 a blueprint to show us okay this can be done so on so on a regular level people are doing it so back then who did they have showing them to, to do it that way so anybody that was getting divorced especially in the summer in the, in the, in the 70s and they had songs that was like anti blended family did you know that 
Just no, no. Did you know Roy Ear's song Running Away? You know what that song is about? Running, it's the big song, Running Away. That's not the one, right? No, nope, that's not it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that song is about a man leaving his family. Mm hmm. Yep. Leaving a band. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Right. That was the biggest. Wherever he left his hat. Plenty of songs that celebrated men abandoning their family. (laughs) We just didn't know that that's what they were. Right. That's the the message. Right. You got to listen to the words. Right. It was was songs that were celebrating men and said, I'm out of here, running away, can't take this. All that type of stuff is all kind of song in the 1970s and men were abandoning their families and that's what they were doing. Not just running from the woman, they was running from the children too. They was abandoned and even the ones that paid child support. You know what I'm saying? And, And again, to get caught up in that that you paid child support made you a good father and wrong wrong kids would trade that in a billion times for the time they need spent because you're always on the road need at the most time you know <laughs> what i'm saying because again my my wife you know she struggled with her relationships only because she didn't have the she didn't have the first man to, that she loved in her life to show her that he loves her always unconditionally and that's the thing you know what i'm saying and and again i know there's no rule to parents loving their children unconditionally there's no rule you understand what i'm saying so there's no rule to that we just do that or we say we're gonna do that or we feel we need to do that there's no rule to it because again you know you you love your child and and not like the child at the same time that can happen you know what i mean right they they act a certain way because again we build that frankenstein as parents you know what i'm saying because the first thing that we you know the one of the first things that we teach our children you, you, do you know when the first thing, one of the first lessons we teach our children? What? Fathers, that, fathers building their ego at the age of two. You know what I'm saying? When they building their right, ego. You talk about when they spoil us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know one of the first things that we teach, teach our children? I don't have a child, so. I know. But the first, one of the first things we teach our children is how to lie. Do you know that? Oh, when they talk, when they tell the we truth, teach, you say, mind your business and all that? Say, nope, not just remind your business. From the time they're young and, and things like that. And we set them up with Santa Claus. We set them up with the Easter Bunny and uh, the, 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 uh, what's a tooth fairy and all those different things. Things that's imaginative that doesn't exist. You're right. And we present it to them like it truly exists. Not that it's imagination, not imaginative, that it truly exists. One of the first things that we teach our children is to lie. First thing, we gotta stop that. You understand what I'm saying? And recognize that. My kids always was taught Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy. Those were all made up stuff. We weren't taught that, up. unfortunately. <laughs> we knew that it was my father buying the gifts and putting it under you know the tree. <laughs> yeah, but you, I mean, you you learn that you learn it as you go, especially when you deal with other children and stuff like that. But no, we that, learned that from you, my father because he right, was he wasn't right, into so the white so holidays. Right, so and if all a parent that. is saying, "Hey, man, we're buying you these gifts, we're giving you these things," you know what I'm saying? Ain't no go to sleep because Santa Claus gonna bring you right. This exactly. You know what I'm saying? So again. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know Rev, Rev doesn't teach his kids because, you know, he's a Muslim. So they never had no fantasy about Santa Claus. Right. 
Right, right. But I'm just saying on, on the majority. But you talking about the most, thing. most, right. yeah. On, on most the majo- the right, on yeah. the majority. And we learn about two fairies and all that stuff. And, and, and you, you, grandparents used to, back in the day, if you, if you went against that, oh, why are you doing that to that child? That child. Right. Papa, <laughs> I mean, that get only make you feel bad that you're not, you're father, teaching that them you're not lying to your children. Right. right. They make you feel bad. Grandparents have made parents feel bad that they're not lying. To their children, right. you should you should keep up the tradition of lying. And 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 right now, there's people that right now listening to this show saying, "Man, nah, man, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. That's just tradition, and it's this and it's that. Is it keeps kids' imagination? Da, 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 da. Nope. What it does, it builds a structure of lying because the ego is now being developed. So when the kid, because everything cute on the kid before two, before four, actually, is all come from the parents. I, the I think I, I, I think I'll say that 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 can likely happen, but I don't think that just because you know, because I know kids that know Santa Claus wasn't real, like you said, as they as they got older. When we realize things, it, it doesn't make us turn into things all the time that's just like statistics you know what i mean like that's likely but it doesn't mean that it's always gonna happen like well, that well that's saying all but that's not my point it's not always not everybody right. when i'm not saying everybody i'm talking about a culture give it i'm right. saying i'm talking about a culture when you design a culture just as i'm saying what i'm leading to is just like parents that you know saying those divorced parents that couldn't under couldn't understand what's the betterment for the children a lot of parents that got divorced got caught up into their own mess and never looked at what's the betterment of the children correct yeah you understand what i'm saying they say my wife uh parents had a bitter divorce not one time, not one time, and they divorce that they stop and say, let's stop doing this because we're going to destroy our girls. Not one time. And my wife and I discussed that. We talked about it all the time. All the time we talked about it. And, so and you know, sometimes one time. stay together for the betterment of the children. And people was uh, frowning upon that. You know, like there's some people who stay together because they don't want to break up their family, and right. they they frowned upon that as well. Like, yeah, I but I, and, and again, you you shouldn't stay together for for you shouldn't stay together if you're feeling that that's gonna because in the long run, if that's gonna destroy the children, well, that's what I talk about right. all the time. So the children, see, you're you're bickering yeah. and you're fighting, and you're hating right. toward each other. That's no good either because again, you're not stopping. One time and thinking about the children. What are you doing? Is thinking about yourself. Yes, okay. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? I remember. I remember my wife had said she was telling the story about, about the things that her father was doing. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. that wasn't too cool during the divorce time. And she actually said to her mother and everything, "Hey, what is wrong? Does he think our hearts made a gold? Our hearts are made of stone." You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, this, she was a young girl, and she's like, "What is wrong with him? Like, do he think our hearts made of stone? Like, does he get this?" 
You understand what I'm saying? And then when her older sister was acting out in her teenage years, she's acting out because she's saying the dynamics of the family is wrong. Something is wrong. Like I tell you about black sheep, black sheep of the family, what they are, they're true. They are the true heroes of the family. They're the ones that are showing the family something wrong with the family dynamics. We have to fix this. What happens is they be never pay attention to that to try to fix the family. We go, we target the black sheep and go, what's wrong with you? You don't do this right. You don't do that right. You don't do that right. You give it up. Well, they disown them because they're the, they're the killers in the family. Right. So what happens <laughs> is uh, instead of saying, okay, because remember, what, especially in black families, what goes on in this house goes on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, don't, you don't hear your dirty line. I mean, there's sayings after sayings that we heard growing up. You get what I'm saying? And and again, those all those factors of, 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 of looking at life in the sense of, oh, you don't air your dirty laundry or what goes on in this house stays in this house and all those things. All those things tear people up inside. You know what I'm saying? And it becomes a disease. This ease. That's exactly what it becomes. And everything out of that spills out. Just like I tell you that hand in the, in the show that used to come on late at night on Friday. Thriller, thriller, whatever it said. Thriller. That, you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how the the, the what what was buried coming out. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it just gets worse and worse and it festers. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a, a, a you know, you have a wound that's not taken care of and it gets infected. And it gets infected because you get infected. Right. Yeah. Now it smells bad and pussy and all those things. That's exactly that's what happens to the relationship and the family dynamics. And that's what shows. So covering it up with a band-aid is not gonna help that. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what happens time after time. So I truly, truly, I, I see this. And, and I would say if you're in the blended family situation or in a situation like uh, Lisa Keys and, 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 and Swiss Beats and, and his ex-wife, you know what I'm saying, um, Mashonda, and I would say get her book. I would say get her book and read Blend. I would say use it, you know what I'm saying, as one of the things that you can use to help you. Because there's probably be things in there that can help you, you know what I'm saying, do better. You know what I'm saying, do better. Because if you were just taught from what your family did, because I, I hear men sometimes say, you know, they 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 find in the relationship that they in where they they just shacking up with that because they're afraid to be married because they come from children of divorce and they they scorn by it because the parents never took them in consideration. So in the back of their mind, in the back of their mind, by me not marrying the mother of my children, I'm doing them a better service. That's just like you mentioned the guy remember you said the guy said he didn't want to get with a woman with kids because he saw his mother struggle as a single parent as a single parent right so exactly. some people use those things to say i'm not doing that but right. those exactly. are like running away from it you know exactly because you could exactly. be blocking your blessings you could never right. know just right. because that woman or that right. man has a child it doesn't mean that that's going to be your situation because also in our in all new generations the somebody brave has to break the chain or break the the the, the tradition you get right. what i'm saying like yeah. oh so what that this was like this way it doesn't mean that that has to be your life and your legacy right right or break the generational curse yeah yeah 
know what I'm saying? And it's not wrong with traditions as long as they're good. Right, <laughs> no, that's and what can, I mean. That, and they can grow, but the, the, the generational curses is the what curses. has to be broken. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, but it has to take someone to be brave enough to just yes, do that indeed. And, and 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 make it a, a aware. You know what I'm saying. Like in my family, teenage pregnancy was like the thing. You know what I'm saying, especially among the women in, in our family. And I actually, you know, what I'm saying I told the story before. I took all the teenage girls in the family at the time and talked to all of them about it. You know what I'm saying, and only one out of all of them. So through the general, only one was a teenage mother. You know what I'm saying, out of out of all, because he was actually too young at the time for me to talk to. And then by the time she got a little bit older, like right around that time when she became a teenager, my mother had passed away, and everybody's in a grief grief thing, and I and I didn't get a chance to talk to her. You know what I'm saying personally, and I never right. really singled anybody out. So what I did, I would talk to them as a group and and have groups talkings to and everything like that. And and none of them, you know, what I'm saying from that, even from the first group, were teenage mothers. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's it's a rarity now in our family of teenage mothers. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like something that's recognizable that say, hey, we're not doing this. You know what right. I'm saying? Even right. though this was, you know, generation generation going on from starting with my mother actually, because it didn't start with my grandmother. My grandmother didn't have my mother until she was thirty years old, and my mother's right. the oldest. You get what I'm saying? Right. But my mother started the whole teenage thing because in her pain, that's what was going on in her trauma. My mother didn't get a chance to really be a child. You know what I'm saying? Because one, my grandmother was always leaving her by herself. So she was, uh, so she had a lot of abandonment issues, you know what I'm saying? And then just like my grandmother, who was molested at, at, at the age of nine, so was my mother. You know what I'm saying? So that was something that was going on. And again, it, it happened to these church people. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, my mother had a trust. real sorrow right. about church. To the, you know what I'm saying? The church that my family originally was with was very, did a lot of stuff that wasn't kosher. You know what I'm saying? And turned, things off you know what i'm saying right. to the family you know what i'm saying and what happens is you start to look at it as a god thing because they tell you everything is a god thing you pay your tithes it's a god because god you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. you're cheating god if you don't pay your tithes on that, that god needs money you know what i'm saying he needs money you get what i'm saying so it's like come on where's the where's the logic in that so everything becomes a god thing so when the bad things happen okay you associate that with a god thing you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Right. But then you have those who cop out, don't want to fix it. Right, then, right. Well, it's not the church that did something. So, so you can't blame the church. You know, it's those some people in the church. Stop with that. Because you know what's going on. You know who's the bad seeds in the church. Why are they still in the church? So right. it's the church. See, if you know it's a bad seed that's doing bad things, right. that person needs to be put out and put out put out and that's sent to another denominator another church another you know what i'm saying like they ship yeah, you to right. this one that no out out of here out of here right. out of here forever scorn out they don't do that and they want to say hey but it's not the church it's just yeah, right, people right. in the church well get rid of the song if it's the song why is the majority helping out the song that's doing the bad things you know what I'm saying? So you gotta, you gotta take 
accountability for what things all across happen. the board. You know what I'm saying? All right. across the and it's board. the same thing as a family dynamic. You have to take accountability what goes on. Just as the the one thing that Deb and I learned, and because in the beginning of our relationship, we a lot of things was toxic. So our older girls saw that toxic portion of us. You know what I'm saying? So and, until we start getting help and understand certain things because you know the surface toxic things but the things that's underneath that's toxic you don't you don't think about it you think it's the norm but it's not normal until you till it's revealed to you this is not normal then you have a if you come to understand it that's not normal so we have to fix it how do we fix it okay first and foremost you gotta figure you gotta you gotta understand why you have to fix it before you get to the how, why you have to fix it? Why did you come to this place? You know what I'm saying? Why did it come to this? Once you get your why, you'll always be able to take care of your how. You know what I'm saying? Because your why is what hurt you, will heal you. And once you come to that realization, what hurt you, will heal you. And you have to understand it. Because again, if you keep running, you know what I'm saying? Like say, Deb had abandonment issues and so did I. So what happened is we took to our abandonment issues differently. And her abandonment issue where she had abandonment syndrome, she clinged on. My abandonment syndrome, I ran away, okay? And I will flee. Even now, I have to check myself from fleeing. You understand what I'm saying? So when things get too hard for me, I'm ready to flee. I'm ready to take flight. You know what I mean? So I have to, I have to prepare myself to stand my ground and 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 fight the monster. You understand what I'm saying? If I have to be David and slay Goliath, I just have to be David and slay Goliath. Whatever that Goliath may be in my life, I just have to do that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what you know. What I'm saying that's where I have to, I have to stand on. But it takes, it takes an understanding, and it takes mm-hmm. practice for me. Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying? Right. It takes practice for me because again, I would just you know say check out. You, you get what I'm saying? So I'm so used to checking out. You know what I'm saying pushing people away before they push me away. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I, right. So when when someone ghosts me or something like in the past, you know what I'm saying? We ain't call it that back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like you used use it to flat leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when someone did that to me in the past, I would shrug it off because I did things to push them away. Remember I told you I was I was much of a coward. I did not break up with Oh, women. the self-sabotage. I, I, yeah, I was self-sabotage. self-sabotage. I did right. not break up. I'd be like, okay, I, I do dumb stuff to, to, so they they break up with me. You know what I'm right. saying? Because I had a fleeing, you know what I'm saying, type of syndrome going on with me because now, okay, I, before you abandon me, I'm abandoning you. So I have to do it emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what that's what my abandonment syndrome was was doing to me. With Deb, she clinged on. No matter how bad the situation is, she held held on, held on, held on. You know what I'm saying? And and that's not a good thing because you're holding on to something that's no good for you. That's and it becomes toxic. It's very toxic. You know what I'm saying? And then all you're looking for is the next toxic, toxic relationship. You're looking for it after a while. So your whole your whole inner, your, your whole inner, uh, 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 you know that 
magnet that that inner spirit in you is looking for that that toxic relationship that you don't want it on the surface but it becomes it becomes your norm now and then you make excuses for it. that that's why you you know what I'm saying when 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 people um don't see red flags and say how you didn't see the red flag of this girl how you didn't see the red flag of that right right, <laughs> right because again they, you're looking for the, the toxic relationship you're looking for it. you hunting it and you're sniffing it out like a hound dog but on the surface i want this kind of man and i want that kind of man oh yeah my my woman she got to be this and she got to be that you're saying all those things on the surface and sounds good you know, saying you know, a woman and and, and what she bringing to the table and blah blah, blah 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 But the whole time, that same toxic relationship that you saw growing up, you're looking for, and that last toxic relationship that you had with the last woman, here she is all over again, just another face, just a different name, just a different zip <laughs> code, and you and you, but you found her. You know why? Because that energy, you, you your energy attract. brought it in, yeah. you attracted it, right? You yeah. just like. Going, you went fishing for it. You just had the fishing pole. You know what I'm saying? And boom, here she is. Or here he is. That's what happens to us. So instead of understanding it and say, hey, let me stop here and try to, and say, okay, what do I need to do to fix me? Before I step into another relationship, what do I need to do to fix me? Now, why did I need to fix it? Okay, that's one because we don't want to answer our whys. We never want to ask our whys. We always want to jump to the how. Well, how, 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 how? You can't get an answer for your how if you never understood your why. Right. <laughs> but understanding so motivated, it, it it does not work that way. You never find an answer to your how until you find an answer to your why. Even with the how is always the last because even then. When you go back, you got to go back to when, what, where. The, that's why they say the three, the five W's in the, the Y. Five W's, yeah. The five, five W's, like when, what, where, where and why, and yeah. then the how comes about. Exactly. So exactly. you always got to get to exactly. the why before right. the how. Right. It's the who, what, where, when, and why. Why, right. That's what it is. And that's why, and if you understand, the first is the who. Right. Who, who the talking, hell are you? Who did it happen to? Right. Who are you? Who are, right. Exactly. And you know they use gotta, that. Have identified. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Yeah. yeah. saying So you have to put all those those the five W's in the place, and once you put those five W's in the place, now, now you building a structure. Now you building a foundation. Now and again, anything, anything. The blueprint to any success will always be focus, consistency, and urgency. Anything, any, I don't care what you're doing. May it be a relationship, may it be business, may it be work, school, play, doesn't matter. The blueprint to success will always be focus, consistency, and urgency and you put everything and then you personalize it you personalize the focus you personalize the consistency you personalize the urgency that's why you see people like stephen curry that's very successful what he does because that's what he does he he works on his his focus consistency and urgency and he makes sure every time and it's laser focus it's not just direct focus it's laser focus you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's on a high beam 
each and every time that's right that can be exhausting <laughs> but the, the exhausting part of it goes away when you see the success part when you get the results yep you get the results that's right that's right it's just like when you start out any business with a business plan your business plan is supposed to always have your outcome you know what i'm saying your business plan is always supposed to have your outcome because for one why are you doing this <laughs> you know what I'm saying so what are you looking you know saying what are you looking to, to achieve out of this because why <laughs> why 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 <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah. again you got to answer those answer those questions and once you start to answer those questions and honestly and truthfully you know what I'm saying And you have to be honest With yourself You have to be honest. That's why and, and when you take Business course And they do the um, what, What's that thing The uh, the, the, the SWAT analysts You know what I'm <laughs> saying Your strengths um, Your strengths Your weaknesses Your uh, Opportunities And your threats Yeah So So when you When you Write that out And And You, you write down your, your Your strengths Your weaknesses your opportunities, your threats. You know what I'm saying? When you create that quadrum, that's that's so you can actually um understand, you know, saying who you are and, and what's the whole reason behind it. You know what I mean? Like you are you doing it because everybody else doing it? Are you doing it because it's really a passion of yours? You know what I'm saying? Are you in this for the long haul of the relationship? Are you in this for the for the meantime of the relationship? So again, that's what you know, you gotta figure those things out about yourself. You know what I'm saying And everything is not going to work out Because you had a declaration That it all should work out Everything's not going to be easy Because you made a declaration with God That it should be easy That just doesn't work like that You know what I mean Star It, does, it yeah. just doesn't work like that You know what I'm saying It's, it's going to be some trials and tribulations And, and it's not because You know Because you know sometimes we get caught up we, we we also get caught up in the Job syndrome. You know what I'm saying? And I see people. I have had clients that have the have had the Job Job excuse me Job syndrome, where they think that everything has to be taken away from them. Everything has to be super tough. They have to go sled through the mud in order for God to recognize them. That they, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm. I'm 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 walking on coals, Jesus. Do you see this? You know what I'm saying? They they think that they have to go through what Job went through to show that they that they uh, are loyal to God, and you don't. You mm-hmm. really don't. They start looking for. They start looking for the negative. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They start looking for the negative so they can become the Job martyr. And and I had to really snap some of, some of my clients out of that. Because they really thought that's what they had to do to actually achieve, and it's like, nah, man, you don't, you really don't have to. Let me, let me point this out, and I had to, you know, put that that mirror up to them to say, this is what you're looking at, but you don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's a metaphor. What Job went through, which what he went through, what you what you go through is what you go through. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to go through what he went through. It's the same thing that those who look for signs and they they want the burning bush that that you know what I'm saying that right. Moses got on uh, on Mount Sinai. You know what I'm saying? They want that burning bush. I know I sound like I'm preaching, right? That's how I'm preaching, star. I'm all in the Bible today. I don't mean to do that. So motivated. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> we they used to it, Jazzy G. I don't know why I used to it. Example today. I don't even know why. I, 
Because you know, Star, I usually use sports as a metaphor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just, it just dawned on me. I was like, yo. Yeah, but you can switch, you can switch it up. What am I doing? <laughs> Every example, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but and I don't mean to offend when I do that. I it's just it just I guess it just happened today. And I'm not and I'm not preaching again. I'm just trying to give you the practical psychology behind that and the philosophy behind that. Because I saw the damage that happened to my to my wife and my sister-in-law and I, I watched they damage. You know what I'm saying? So my wife and I want to always make Try not to damage our children because because we're a blended family and our older girls did see us be toxic. Get what I'm saying? So we were we were saying, okay, we can't be this. We just can't. You know what I'm saying? It, it, what are we doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are we doing? What are we gonna do at, at the end? Of, at the end, what are we gonna do? Divorce and be just as toxic as our parents or whatever like that? No. Right. What what have we learned from them? If they put their bare hand on a hot stove and get burnt, do we put our bare hand on a hot stove and get burnt? Because we think we can't get burnt? No. We got to now do whatever we need to do. Put put mitts on or whatever like that to, to grab the hot pot now. You understand what I'm saying? We have to learn from them and say, again, the, the, the best, the best, That's the, the, wisdom the best, <laughs> right, exactly, because again, the best teacher is experience, not your own. You have to have to be yours, exactly. Not your own, right. Right. So when we watch those that come before us do it wrong, we got to accept that's wrong, we got to do it right. Right. Now, yeah, so that's, that's the, that's the whole premise of it, but we were so caught up. In the, in the sense that we couldn't even see because we were like horses with the blinders on, like thoroughbreds. So we had to take those blinders off and we had to really seek help. And again, I told y'all in the beginning, I was not for the therapy in the beginning because I've been in therapy since I was a kid. I've been ther- since I'm nine years old, in and out of therapy because I'm nine years old. I suffer from depression. The part of my depression came from meningitis and everything like that. So right. Uh, again, right. So and if it's something that was a, if it's a big family secret, get what I'm saying? None of my friends knew I was in. Uh, I was in seeing a psychiatrist. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, I I couldn't live that down. You right. know, my friends knew at the time that I was seeing a psychiatrist at the age nine, ten, eleven years old. You know what kind of ridicule I would have got? Yeah, because kids don't understand my, that, right? Because they they rescue right. crazy therapy, this right? And and th- yeah, man. Right. You you go to the loony bin. You go to the. You know what I'm saying? So they never knew. They never knew when I was going to Northside Center over there. I was also seeing a psychiatrist. They didn't know that because they never knew that's what was in there. Also, yes, right. man. They just thought it was an after school, just you know, after school stuff. And it is an after school center, but that's what's in there too, because it's about psychology. The, the professor that created the psychologist that created that he was a black psychologist that created. Um, um, he's a child psychologist for black children. He wanted to develop something for black children because he knew our mental health was a was an issue, and that was back. He created that uh, that program back, I think, in the nineteen forties or something like that. It was, it was after World War Two, I know. I just can't I just don't know the exact date You know what I'm saying But that's incredible You know what I'm saying And, and we don't We don't learn about this man Or anything like that You know what I mean right. I can't remember his name <laughs> You know what I'm saying But he created that Right there in Harlem For Harlem children And you know what I'm saying To get all the 
things that that we need you know what i'm saying and it was very creative i learned how to be very creative there and everything like that but when i told my mother i didn't want to see a psychiatrist no more she just said okay you know what i'm saying she ain't, she ain't like, oh well but no okay right. <laughs> because again it, it's a stigma it was a big we talked in the 1970s you right. know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah so and again if my friends knew that you understand what i'm saying because i remember mentioning to one of my friends not too long like about a few years back i had said yeah so when i was seeing my therapist said, therapist i said yeah me and dad have been marriage counseling and so he said oh, oh, oh okay but i was like yeah but what if i'm seeing a therapist that's for me like what what would be the problem but he was like oh, oh marriage because you know because he looked at me and dad's marriage as something that he, he was gonna say he wanted something like that you know what i'm saying right. but I, I was like okay so you so i i mentioned my therapist and and it, just the way he said it, he was like, "That's like you know what I'm saying." Like, and 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 I was like, "Yeah, me and them go to go to we go to uh, couples counseling." Like, oh, 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 okay, you know what I mean? But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But imagine that's because me and him know each other since we were kids. You know what I'm saying? So we was six or seven years old. Imagine it. You know what I'm saying? He knew that I was seeing a therapist back then when I was nine, right? Seven years old never heard the end of it you get what i'm saying yeah and it was a family secret from family <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> right but it's all good but i just wanted to give you so motivators i just wanted to give you a little something that you can chew on if you're going through that if you're going through some of those things i and again i i recommend uh swiss beats x white book i haven't read it yet I, I just i just saw the whole uh articles and 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 um 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 good good morning america when they were on there and everything like that and i said that's that's very interesting so um so uh again uh her name is mashanda i believe that's his ex-wife name i, I don't know the last name because i know it ain't beats <laughs> 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 yeah but I, I would recommend start start that way you know what i'm saying but but nelson is giving us the wrap-up sign you know what I'm saying? So, so as all good things come to an end so motivators but you know again i wanted to give you a little something today we wanted to give you something that you can you can use as a kid if you've been going through that okay because again times have changed and and blended families look different today all right but we're on this terrific tuesday we're gonna uh take our deep breaths out say our uh, affirmation protection prayer today get some oxygen in our brain our body and our spirit all right so so motivators breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend 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 it breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend 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 it one more time beloveds breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend 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 it the light of god surrounds us the love of god enfolds us the power of god protects us the presence of god watches over us no matter where we are god is in all is well it's terrific tuesdays with the motivator jazzy g that is your protection prayer affirmation for the day beloved you take that no matter where you go today there'll be work school play on this terrific tuesday remember i love each and every one of you it's not a damn thing you can do about it hey star yes yes what you got going on this taco terrific tuesday 
Yes, yes, yo. Make sure everybody, if y'all watch the VMAs, because our brother Raheem, the VMAs are tonight. Got to talk about that. Oh, Raheem yes, is performing right, that's right. back that's with right. Grandmaster Flash and Scorpio, which is yes, a great thing. Yes, yes, you know, yes. they got they ironed out their differences and they're performing yes. on the VMAs tonight. And it's gonna be some uh hip hop iconic performances and some awards so we'll talk about yes. that next well we'll, yes, talk, we'll talk about that next we'll recap it everything on friday show That's yes like. yes we'll recap it on friday we start friday all right yeah so we'll do it then all right all yo right. <laughs> all right yo so v star and nelson we're gonna take three two steps to the rear get on out of here y'all all right <laughs> we love you jazzy cheryl and nelson wants to know how do you like your coffee Soul Motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. It's new and improved morning coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Starr.